0: Hi, hello, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whenever you are listening to this. I hope you're well. Welcome to another episode of Our Society Nutrition Podcast. This is episode 13, I believe, and I'm not going to lie, this is literally something that just popped in my head whilst I was in the shower, because I think of you guys while I'm in the shower. No, I'm joking. Um, it popped on my head and I was like, right, I am going to get straight on and record this while it's fresh in my brain. And what I want to discuss is the reasons around why people struggle so much to pull away from counting calories or tracking calories, and the kind of problems, I guess, or the issues that arise from people that track calories. Now, obviously it goes out saying tracking calories, becoming mindful of the energy and the calorie content of food can be a really useful tool and we know we don't have to count or track calories to get results but for some people it's been like a real game changer, really really life-changing results from doing so. However in my line of work I come across a lot a lot of women because I work mainly with women but guys too, women that are terrified of pulling away the safety blanket of calorie counting and they can't delete the MyFitnessPal app or they feel like if they don't track what they eat then they're going to gain loads of weight and it's going to be a terrible. They're not going to be able to control themselves when this really isn't true and what I want to talk about is how you can I guess safeguard yourself against this and I think the main thing to realize is that Calorie counting is there to help you understand the calorie content of the meals that you eat. But what we tend to do when we start calorie counting and putting stuff in an app is we move away from this normal structure of eating and routine that we would have. It's like we just tend to think, well, I can eat whatever the hell I want now. Like, fuck it. I'm just going to shove whatever I can in as long as it hits my calorie needs or even my protein needs. And you might find yourself eating in a way that you would never normally eat like. And I know a lot of my clients come back to me sometimes and say, I find myself at the end of the day, if I'm not hungry and I've got calories left over, just eating up to my calories for the sake of it, having stuff when I'm not hungry. That's backwards. That's not what calorie counting is about. If there is a reason you are trying to hit a certain number, for instance, you are trying to eat more to gain weight because there is an underlying health reason or you know you have got an aesthetic goal but if it's the other way and it's fat loss and you're not hungry then don't eat and i think that's a really important thing and it sounds so obvious but come on how many of us have done it we're just eating for the sake of eating or as well we get up to our calories for that day and we're still hungry and maybe our choices that day have led us to not feel as satisfied not feel as full then we freak out we're like but oh my god I have no calories left not thinking I could just eat over my calories and then adjust it for the rest of the week and that's something that I work with and work on with my clients is working towards these weekly targets but I think what we need to remember is people that maintain their weight And let's say me, I've maintained my weight for two years now and obviously I have, you know, a lot of knowledge around nutrition and I have tracked in the past, but an example of like how I live my life now is people that maintain their weight or get to maintenance and aren't trying to shift either way, they're just kind of in this place where they're super happy, they do not eat the same thing every day and the same amount every day. Their weight does not stay the same. My weight does not stay the same Every single day, like that's not what maintenance is. Like, maintenance is not like, okay, I weigh 62.4 kilograms and I stay there every day, no matter what, and I eat the same thing. Normal eating, let's call it normal eating, is sometimes slightly overeating, and on other days, maybe slightly undereating, and it all balances out. That is how your body regulates itself. If I eat more than I usually would on any given day, I generally find that I'm not that hungry the next day or I subconsciously or consciously will eat smaller portions. I will feel more satisfied from a smaller meal. Um, Sometimes I do have to make the decision of, you know what, I didn't make great nutritional choices yesterday. There wasn't a lot of nutrients today. I'm going to go back to that. And that's how it balances out. When we calorie count, this fucking seems to all go out the window. It's like a free-for-all. We're like, what, a donut every day? Yeah, I can do that. Which, by the way, there's nothing wrong with a donut every day. And I did go through a phase of eating donuts every day. But it has to fit in some sort of structure. There should still be some set routine, some set things that you are aiming for throughout the day when you're planning, that if you take that app away and it dies and our fitness part gets deleted tomorrow, you still have this bare bones of structure that you go, okay, cool, this is how I normally eat. I won't know the exact calorie content, but I think I'll be all right. That is what we're aiming for. So, I feel really ranty. I'm not that ranty. I'm excitable, I think. Um, I want you to start thinking about calorie counting and MyFitnessPal as a way of helping you understand the meals and the the food and the week that you are planning, because you should be using it to plan ahead. I think a lot of people get tripped up when they are, you know, inputting the data backwards, they get to the end of the day and then they're putting everything in, there and they're like, oh sugar, I've not hit my protein, I'm gonna go and have a random block of cheese, <laughs> no, maybe probably you don't do that, but I might do that, Um, but it should be, okay, I'm gonna plan, maybe the next day, maybe you, you haven't got time to plan the full week, or you plan the full week, and you pick out different foods that you like, different meals that you tend to eat for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and then, you maybe have a couple of snacks in mind, you then use the app to input it to gauge your portion sizes, whether you need a little bit more chicken in that meal, whether you need a little bit more yoghurt with that breakfast, whether you are going to have three snacks or two and you adjust and that's how it should be. There should be some structure. Like I want you to think about this. How many meals a day do you want to eat? We tend to go for three, but for some people it might be more beneficial for go to, to go for four and maybe snack less. Or to go for two and make them bigger because the way your lifestyle's set up, the way your work and day's set up. And that's another thing you need to take into account. How do I feel? What does my day look like? For some of us, we might need a breakfast at 7am soon after we've woken up because we're hungry. Cool. I know one of my clients, she literally gets so hungry. She, she feels like she's going to faint. Um, her blood sugar is so unstable that she turns into this little monster that just will grab anything. So for her, we do need to make sure she's eating regularly, every few hours. For other people, myself included, I can go up until around, you know, midday, and then I might start feeling hungry, and that's when I will eat, quote-unquote, breakfast, the first meal of my day. There will be some situations where you might have to add in something in the morning, if you have an aesthetic goal that's muscle building we need that regular protein but for the majority of you that are listening, you are probably focusing on fat loss but also with an aim of getting healthier so let's pick a schedule that's not erratic there's your first healthful habit have a schedule through it even if it's just monday to friday of i eat breakfast around this time i eat my next meal around this time i eat my dinner around this time and i maybe have a little snack between lunch and dinner and then i maybe have something on an evening That's your bare bones, then. Then start to go, okay, what do these meals look like? Well, first thing we want to be concentrating on is getting protein at pretty much every meal. So think of that first. What is your protein source? Maybe breakfast, it's eggs. Maybe it's yogurt. Maybe it's protein powder, whatever it is. Okay, cool. That's the first thing. At lunch, it might be some chicken. It might be some prawns. It might be some salmon, protein. Then go carbs. All right, for breakfast, it might be oats. It might be a little bit of granola. It might be cereal. It might be a bagel, toast, whatever. And then think, okay, micronutrients, what can I add to this? Breakfast, you might add a bit of fruit to your yogurt or your oats. You might add some mushrooms or spinach to your eggs on toast. Um, For lunch, again, you might have rice. You might have a little bit of pasta. You might have some potatoes, sweet potato, and then micronutrients again. You might have some tomatoes, some peppers, maybe some beans on the side. You don't really need to think too much about fat because you're probably going to get your fat in from your protein and carbohydrate sources. But if you wanted to, you could maybe think a sprinkle of oil or a couple of nuts. But that should be a really easy way to think about meals, okay? Whether it's two. I've only done breakfast and lunch, obviously you do the same for dinner, whether it's two, whether it's three, whether it's four, and then your snacks, you know, just tend to think of things that aren't the same energy needs as a meal, because if you're having the equivalent in snacks as a meal, you may as well add another meal in, and it's probably going to be more satisfying, so if it's a snack, then make it a snack, not like a meal made of four different snacks, And again, you might go with something that has got protein in it. You might go with something that has got some micronutrients in it. It might be some fruit. It might be some nuts. It might be, you know, something like rice cakes or peanut butter. I sound like such a bodybuilder. It might not be. It might be a small chocolate bar. It might be some cheese on crackers like the little mini packs. It might be some mini baby bells, which are, by the way, my fave. Set yourself up. With some structure, and then make that structure part of my fitness pal. So you go, right, this is my breakfast, yogurt, fruit, nuts. Let me put it in, and then I can see what portion sizes I need. So that if you ever took my fitness pal away, you go, it's cool because I normally have this, and it looks like this, and you start to eyeball stuff. And that's when we can track a little bit loosely. That's when we can start to move away from it. If you are just throwing anything in, you're not eating proper meals, you're relying on that app. If you can't get halfway through your day and know roughly how many calories you've had whilst you're using My Fitness pal, you're using it wrong. You are using it wrong. You are letting that app dictate to you what you should eat, where you should be telling the app what you're going to eat and then adjusting accordingly. I really hope this is making sense. But what I'm trying to get, get at is it is just a tool. It is something there for a little bit of guidance. It's not there to guide you. You should be able to take that app away and know roughly what you're eating. And again, another thing that I've spoken about this week is having like a couple of breakfasts or lunches that you rotate, rotate through that are the same is not a bad thing. Repetition is not always a bad thing because you know you have permission to deviate from that if you want to. I've had a bit of a rant about meal plans this week. Um, they are repetitive. They are restrictive. We're not talking about that. You are going to, and humans by nature are creatures of habit. I have two or three breakfasts that are my go-to and I might deviate from that on a weekend which is cool but Monday to Friday I'll generally eat the same thing for breakfast and lunch and sometimes even dinner. I have these set meals that I rotate through the meals that I like, the meals that are tasty, it's not bland food. You can do the same. It doesn't have to be this fancy thing of I eat differently every day and it's so grand and I can fit this in and that and go eat here like if you like to eat out cool. But you know, the more variety you've got, and especially if you're dieting, the harder it may be. And um, that kind of palatability of all these different foods is going to make your brain want more. And that can make dieting harder when you are trying to reduce the amount of energy that you're taking in. Anyway, little tangent. So that's my guide, my guide, <laughs> my advice for you within your calorie counting. And actually, I think you should go away and do this now. If you're calorie counting or if you're not calorie counting and you're just eating a bit erratically, want to make better habits, go away. Think about your day. Think about your life. Think about your goals. Is it fat loss? Is it muscle building? Do you just want to eat a little bit better? Now, look at where you usually eat and the best times for you to eat where you're not going to end up ravenous. You're not going to end up face planting the vending machine. And sometimes you will. But make it a choice, not a reactive a reactive action because you are so hungry okay I feel best when I eat breakfast at this time lunch at this time dinner at this time um if you're someone that finds yourself super hungry on an evening think about pushing your dinner back making it a bigger dinner maybe splitting it in two so you have a little mini meal when you get in from work and then something later in the evening before bed think about setting yourself up for success so get your little timeline out then start thinking each meal protein carbs veg you don't have to have carbs at every meal you might pull one from one meal um i would generally say most of your carbs if you are active in your training put that in like your pre and post training meal um if you're someone that struggles to sleep maybe putting carbohydrates in that meal before bed that can help you fall asleep better i'm not trying to fear monger over carbs here definitely get protein at most meals um it's just that if you are trying to reduce your energy intake, removing a lot of fat or a carb from a meal can sometimes help. Another tangent. Get a list of protein sources. Get a list of carbs. Start putting them together. Making up some meals. And then think about how can I make this tastier? Maybe you add some seasoning to your vegetables or to your carbs. Maybe you are... um. Marinade in your protein sources you know maybe you're using a little bit of yogurt instead of mayonnaise and maybe you are adding a little bit of mayonnaise think about those things that is massive tangent but that might be helpful in thinking how can I have a more healthful diet and obviously don't forget your micronutrients your fruit your veg your pulses your beans That's what's going to give you your fiber. And then fiber will pretty much take care of itself. Um, So yeah, that was my little random outburst of thoughts around why people struggle so much with moving away from calorie counting. Um, And not being afraid to eat a little bit less and a little bit more each day. That is normal life. That is normal eating. That is being a normal, functioning, happy human. If you've got any questions... If any of this doesn't make sense, or you want to delve into this a little bit deeper, drop me a message, a text if you're a client, put a question in the group if you're in my Facebook community, or if you're just from Instagram, drop me a DM. I hope you're all having a great day, whatever you're doing while you're listening to this, and I will catch you all soon.